Are you a sexy, indulgent musician suffering from consistent long hours, crippling self-doubt, and constant disappointment? Well, do we have a show for you. Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Disappointment, a bi-weekly deep dive into what it takes to be a healthy and successful musician in the modern industry. My name is Melody Kaiser. And I'm Dustin Williams. And we are both full-time musicians and creative entrepreneurs. And today we are discussing our initial thoughts on AI in the music industry. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a weird time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's super yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, we were just saying, I think that this episode is going to be interesting because obviously we're not um or at least i'm definitely not like a computer technologically <laughs> super literate person so this is just coming from like the musician's perspective completely right. like yeah. i have no idea how any of it <laughs> really works but i do know and i do predict that it's gonna change some stuff oh yeah i think no so yeah you know some for good some for bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> right i mean well like technology has always like created a weird like change in in every industry and especially the music industry um you know i mean from like the invention of uh recording to you know just a couple decades later like digital recording and editing and you know then distribution and all, all this stuff just kind of like it's one after another and it's a constant change. Um, you know, even like synthesizers that you were mentioning this earlier, I think like, for you sure. know, like, like electric keys and stuff were a massive. And uh, drum machines. Drum machines. Like the right? 80s yeah. were definitely a turning point for instruments, I think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it kind of goes back like way even further than that, because when we were talking about in a couple episodes ago, like, um, AFM or a yeah AFM the union the musicians uh -huh. yeah, union. yeah yeah mm -hmm. um you know they had a huge stink about like when movies weren't silent anymore oh, like once music really? yeah because that was like the big thing back in the day was they mm -hmm. played in the pit at oh the right movie right theater. right yeah 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 so it was like you're they took our germs. You know? <laughs> it was like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, sure. and so I think that that's always been a thing. And then the piano roll, everybody was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. like pianos huh? can play themselves. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a piano player anymore. So like, I think it's always been a thing, but I do see AI being, um, you know, way even maybe even more impactful just because oh, it is so um intelligent yeah <laughs> artificially <laughs> it's in the name <laughs> yeah right like i i don't know i just see it i i definitely see in the next few years everything's gonna kind of get turned on its head i think yeah um which like we were saying may be some things for good like i i definitely see um you know let's just talk about kind of where we see it being for good okay for a minute um i mean just like the basic level i could definitely see even just trying to get lyrical inspiration on yeah. like chat you know what i mean chat gpt yeah yeah, yeah. i think mm -hmm. that that would be really cool i think people are already doing it probably. i guarantee you people are doing it yeah, yeah. probably and mm -hmm. why not yeah 
because it's right. just like at your fingertips. Writer's block will no longer be a problem. Right. <laughs> Which is crazy. That is crazy. Super crazy to think about. Um, you know, and I think I think where I first saw AI in music was with mastering. Mm, in okay. like Pro yeah. Tools. It was like the plugin, the AI mastering plugin. Um and I think there's even some AI mastering stuff online that you pay like 40 bucks. Yeah, even less. Lander uh, okay. is one. And, and it's like a couple of bucks per oh, track. Wow. Yeah, it's super cheap. And, That's crazy. You know, I mean, it may not perfectly nail what you're trying to get, but, sure. you know, it, it definitely, it's impressive for sure. Yeah. It's definitely impressive. Um, I mean, we use it <laughs> when, we're, when we're doing right. our broadcasts. Like yeah. we use AI mastering uh, for for the, the final audio master. Um you know, just cause like it's, we're not, it's not like we're making money on this right now. So we can't really like, we're not paying somebody to master it and right. edit it for us, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I think it's going to be one of those tools that just keeps pushing, um, consumer musicians forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like instead of having to be, you know, an expert at the craft or like a expert guitar player, you can just get an AI guitar player to play your part for you. Yep. Pretty much. Um, yep. So I think in that way, it's actually going to be, well, it depends on your perspective, I guess, but I think that's pretty cool. I think it's cool. I think, I know there, there are a lot of people out there that like, you know, like myself that are session musicians that are thinking like, Hmm, I wonder what this is going to do to my job. You know? Sure. I, I don't think it's going to replace real people completely yeah um because i think there is uh and and you know this is this varies from who you ask and probably generation to generation too but i know like a lot of people our age and and older um you know are still stand by the uh you know i want it to feel human i still want a real human you know doing the work um and and i think there is something to be said about how like I, i do believe ai can be extremely convincing like there's a lot you know, already that we've seen in like AI art and photography that was like in, until you started looking at smaller details, like people's hands and stuff like that, for whatever reason, AI was really having an issue doing like hands and like visual art. But, um, you know, I think there's something to be said about like, especially for like live performance, like you just can't really, I mean, I, I'm okay. I can't say can't because I don't know where this is going to head in, in ten years and five years from now. But I think it's it's going to be hard to replicate like uh, true, like raw, um, uh, random human emotion at yeah. a show. And I don't know for sure. But, no, I'm with you. I you mean, know? I think too. I wonder, like, you know, the people that are really behind the, the you know, the driving force behind pushing AI, mm-hmm. like Meta. Or something like that. You know, they're yeah. really trying to push the metaverse. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, is that kind of where they're trying to go? Where mm. it's like you just put on VR glasses or, you know, goggles or whatever, and you're at a concert, quote unquote. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, they already did that with I know, uh, Fortnite, yeah. right? Or right. whatever that guy, that DJ that did a performance. Right. And that's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. is that where they're trying to push hmm. music? Because, I mean, I could see it after, like, the pandemic and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, oh, we can't go see music. Wouldn't it be awesome if we had, like, an experience? Yeah. But I don't know. Now that the pandemic's over, I'm like, I don't know. I think I would rather just go out and see a real band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I'm, you know, that's kind of a question that I've thought of. Because um, the whole metaverse thing is super weird to me anyway. Yeah. It's kind of like a very... 
I know it's not that far fetched, Mm -hmm. but it just seems kind of strange about like, you know, basically creating a whole world that's just digital virtual yeah <laughs> seems virtual. weird yeah, yeah. to me mm-hmm. <laughs> so, i mean yeah and and but it's funny because like there's a lot of like you know there's media like like books like um there, a movie of this book came out recently i always enjoyed the books called ready player one mm-hmm. um and, and a movie came out and apparently it was very different from the books a lot of people were disappointed i never saw it um, but it's basically like a dystopian future, like a, pretty much everyone just like exists online, like, you know, um, and they work online and like they go to, to real jobs online and then they do like crazy, you know, adventures and stuff. And, and so, um, I think, I think we're not like super far off from that. I think it's going to take a while for it to really like, um, work right and, mm-hmm. and to be like, like. I don't know, believable and, uh, to, to feel as rewarding. Um, but I think that also depends again, like maybe on, on factors like generation. Like I think like a lot of younger people, younger than us, like the, you know, the age of, of like teenagers and and younger, like get a lot more satisfaction out of that stuff than, than we do maybe. And I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense because they grew up with like, the internet and cell phones like yeah. they don't remember a time where there wasn't internet yeah yeah for um sure. which honestly i don't but i remember dial-up we had dial-up forever right so yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of like we were still in like i still didn't get a cell phone until i was like a teenager yeah i think <laughs> you I was know like what i mean or yeah something. so yeah. like but now like there's babies with iPads in their yeah. hands so like <laughs> yeah yeah for it's sure. just a totally different way of growing up so mm-hmm. i think you're right um, but I guess, you know, my question was, um, cause I wrote my like capstone project in, uh, for my undergrad on, uh, the pandemic and music, blah, 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 basically the concert industry. Mm-hmm. And my focus was about like holograms and stuff because mm-hmm. that was, um, like people are making tons of money on that. There yeah. was like a Roy Orbison hologram tour and each ticket was like 200 something bucks and wow. everything sold out. And so, but he wasn't actually performing. No, it was it's just a hologram. A hologram. He's wow. dead. <laughs> right. Obviously. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I guess so, he wasn't performing. Then, yeah. Huh? So it was kind of weird, but I mean, if people are into that, I can see why people would be into like AI concert metaverse mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm just not convinced yet. And I think a big part of it is the virtual reality stuff that I've seen that a lot of smaller musicians have done, not Mm -hmm. obviously on the level of like Beyonce or I'm talking like more regional, local, national, small acts. It looks like the Wii games. Yeah. No, it's not like the art's just not there yet. So I think that's what's maybe stopping it for me. Is it basically looks like Wii characters everywhere and mm-hmm. they're just like playing instruments and I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, I mean, some, some people love that, you know, right. so that's the thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's also like what works for you. Yeah. I'm just um, curious. Cause I could kind of, I could definitely see that growing that part, yeah. but, um, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just honestly, genuinely curious how much R and D dollars they're putting into just like, <laughs> 
making hands look better. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know right, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. millions of dollars just to make a finger or something. I mean, it's yeah, it is. It's damn expensive for yeah. sure. For I mean, animation in general is just crazy expensive. Right. But, um, but you know, so like on the topic of of how like um, AI again, I think can can help um, musicians to like like positives. Um, I think like you mentioned, like lyrical prompts is one thing. I mean, you know, writing chord progressions um, and and maybe like understanding theory, like you could ask the AI to explain uh, the breakdown of a song and, and how it works. So you can, as a writer, you know, create something similar or or just understand it better. I also think from a business perspective, you know, having an AI um, like route a tour. Right. Like I, when I was Ooh. listening to the SBL uh, podcast episode earlier, uh, one thing they were talking about that that Scott was saying was like his uh, he and his wife were planning a trip for their family. And uh, so out of curiosity, he, he pulled up chat GPT and it was like a three day trip to London. And so he gave the right prompts. And I, I want to speak on something about the prompts in a second. But he gave the right prompts and, and basically it was like, you know, can you plan me an itinerary for a three-day trip to London for, and I'm, I have a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. We want to be, um, we don't want to leave that the house that we're staying in until uh, 9 a.m. and we want to be back by 6 p.m. and we want to stay within a two-mile radius. And it gave him a whole thing with like food and places to visit and what? like it was like super well planned. And uh, so something like that for like indie artists who are trying to, to book a tour and, and realistically, okay, how can we make this financially feasible? How can we make it successful? Um, things like that, I think that it could be really helpful for because it could That's plot, awesome. right? Like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect amount of, of like travel time to, to maximize your gas usage. Right. Um, you know, the cities that, that'll have demographics that'll probably appreciate your music the most, like shit like that, which is just wild. That and, is awesome. But really cool, right? Right. Like that could be helpful. For sure. I mean, I honestly think it could be helpful, honestly, all around. Like, I think... You know, just the fact that it's so, um, you know, intuitive and it's just everything's at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe even in recording, um, you know, you could put in like, I need this, a key part. Mm-hmm. And the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or like, could... I want this compression sound right. or I want this type of EQ. I'm like, I want to, I want my guitar to sound like uh, you know, George Harrison, right? Like, and then it'll give you the information or, or, you know, in who knows, maybe in five years, it'll be integrated into DAWs to the point where you could just type it in, into the DAW and it'll put all the plugins that you need in the right order and everything. And all you have to do is play, you know, even if, if, if you even want to at that point, (laughs) you know, it might just play for you. Right. Well, did you use the, um, Spotify AI DJ? No, Ever? you mentioned that earlier. No, no, I haven't. It was weird. Yeah. It was strange. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, I talked to several other friends that um, I'm in school with right now, and they kind of felt the same way. Like, at first, you're like, oh, this is cool. But then after a while, you're like, it's a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. How so? How so? I don't know. I think it's more so just because it talks to you like mm-hmm. a personalized... DJ like it's almost like if your terrestrial radio station you were the only person that tuned into it oh yeah but you know that it's fake like Uh you know that it's a fake robot (laughs) voice Mm, so it's like this weird like 
hmm. And it knows a lot about you. It's like on June 6th of 2017, you listened to this song. Let's throw it back. And it's just like, that's really fucking weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. Yeah. It's like, I don't even remember what I did a week ago. Yeah, like. it's strange, right? But I mean, I can see that almost do just going into almost like a personal assistant territory, which yeah. would help a ton of independent oh musicians. Talk about just, sending booking emails and shit. Yeah. Or just somebody, you know, that, or I said somebody, some technology that helps you just like keep up with not even booking, but just like your calendar in general, mm -hmm. like, you know, making sure that you don't double book yourself. Or yeah. Just doing the little things so that you can focus on the music part. Yeah. Yeah. For um, sure. I did read an article earlier that was because I see one big thing that I see kind of coming up with this is if AI is creating music um, and completely creating songs on its own and also like helping you with words and everything, who actually owns the copyright? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I did hear about something like this yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like is... Is it the the person who created the AI or is it right. is it the AI somehow? Or is it you? Yeah. I don't know. If it's the AI mm. thing, that's going <laughs> to, it's just going to make a bunch of money as a computer. Right. I don't know. Yeah. What, what happens then? Oh, man. Like, do we consider it a person? I mean, yeah, right. I mean, that's like the big question you see in like Star Trek or, or like, you know, other sci-fis all the time when it comes to AI. iRobot, like, you know, what, right. what classifies like an artificial intelligence right. as a true sentient autonomous being? Do you ever see the movie Bicentennial Man um, with yeah, Robin Williams? I, I probably did as a really young kid, but... Um, that's I, basically yeah, the idea really. of the whole movie. Oh, okay. He's like a super smart robot in far the distant future. Mm -hmm. And the whole movie, he just like wants to be considered a person. Yeah. And when he, I don't want to give away the whole movie, so never mind. But you should watch it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, it the sounds, whole idea of the movie. It sounds like a, a couple of plot lines from, from uh, TNG. Yeah. Star, a it's Star Trek it's TNG. definitely not like super original, but yeah. it has Robin Williams and it's good. Well, it's important to start thinking about that stuff. I mean, for sure, honestly, we're, we're at that point, you know, I mean, I mean, in, in 50 years, if we still exist as a, a society, like this is going to be so much more than it is now. Yeah, I think know? so. For sure. I mean, yeah. I, who owns the the copyright? That's going to be huge. Elon Musk or somebody. It's going to be. <laughs> see, and that's that's see, I would that's say the bad. That's the bad side, right? Is like the people who own the AIs or who are in control of of um, programming and stuff like that. Like, you know, I I feel like I mean it's just like a lot of other technologies that come out. Like, you know, they get put on this kind of level where like people like uh, in a in lower economic brackets don't have access to it. So how are they going to use the AI to further control those people and to, right. to push them down further. I mean, there are people now in, in 2023 in the, in the U S in, in our city um, that can't afford a computer and right. like, you know, and, and like, it's a super necessary part of life now. Absolutely. Like it, it, it yeah. so is, you know, and that's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's scary. Um, but on the flip side of that, I know some companies have been using, I don't know if it's technically AI, but do you know Cobalt? 
they're like a they were a publisher at first, but then they became a label and then they became they're like one of the biggest labels. I think they are the fourth right below like the major labels. I think they're the fourth biggest label in the world. Under the big three? Yeah. Wow. No, and, I didn't know that. Um where they kind of came from um, or how they became so competitive is like um, international royalty collections always been really hard mm-hmm. because like a lot of countries don't have standardized systems like right. we have or they report differently than we have. So just like collecting royalties is just always a disaster. So Cobalt basically made this app that um, kind of just tracked all of it in real time for you and you would get paid like direct deposit from the app. Wow. And so it just like was a game changer. Like you weren't getting checks in the mail from like Harry Fox agency every once in a while. Like you were actually getting it. It just felt more legit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure that that was some form of a bot. I don't know if you would technically consider it AI, but I could see AI being useful for that kind of stuff too. Just like keeping up with metadata, keeping up with like, you know, um, piracy plays, anything like that. Basically taking the cobalt service and bring it to everybody else that's not yeah, signed okay. to Cobalt. That's actually pretty cool. I mean, you could even expand on on that with with the AI of of like preventing copy accidental copyright infringement. You right. start writing a song, you have it checked to make sure like does this Ooh. not sound or does this sound too much like, you know, this song now by Harry Styles cool. or something. It's almost you know? like those paper checkers. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can like put your uh-huh. whole paper in there and see if you plagiarized. Yeah. I hate those, but <laughs> You're like, fuck, I did find your house. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, at least it keeps you from, you know, getting a bad grade or <laughs> That's something. That's true. Right? But yeah, I think that would be awesome. I mean, I definitely think that there are a lot of kind of good uses for it. But what is your opinion on the fact that it's able to basically like mimic artists and create new songs using that artist's sound? That it basically, my understanding of it, it takes all of the data of like sound, tempo, style, how the artist sounds. It like computes all of that and then creates a new piece of art from all the data. What do you think about that? I don't know. It's interesting, right? Because it wouldn't wouldn't be able to do it without that initial data in the first place. So like it, it, it took a human to create that. Right. Um, sure. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I mean, it's a little freaky, I guess only the way I, th- I, I, I kind of, the perspective I have on it, I guess, is more based around like, you know, like deep fakes, like deep fakes are getting to the point where like you can make like a really good person, like seem like a total shithead or vice versa using right? deep fake technology, you know, yeah. and, and it's still not perfect yet. And it's incredibly expensive to make it, um, you know, work like well, but it could crazy. be convincing. Right. So like using AI to do that, you could make an artist, um, you know, release an album that's like completely against their, um, like morals or right, viewpoint on the world or their values. Their brand, right? their, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's a little scary. So like, how do you protect yourself from that? I think is, is, um, is something I think about. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, it's is it cool yes um 
I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, obviously, the, like, the only real example I think we have, like, in pop culture is, like, the Drake album, the fake Drake album, right? Or whatever I actually that was. saw a few more when I was looking it up. Like, they did it with um, Eminem also, okay. and they did a Nirvana song. Oh, they made a, no shit. Yeah, we'll have to listen to that. Yeah. I, I'm sure we would get in trouble if we played it over here, but... That's interesting. Yeah, they took, um, you know, Kurt Cobain's voice and everything, and... It, I, I, as far as I know, it's not like a cover of a different song. Like it created the whole thing. A whole new song. Yeah. That's wild. That is crazy. I mean, I think the deep fake thing is for me, and I know that this is not technically music related. I think that it's just scary as like a civilization. Yeah, right. Because like you can make it look like people are saying anything. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of terrifying. Yeah, for sure. In general, um, especially because like, at least in America, everything's so polarized right yeah, now, like yeah. politically and stuff, and socially. Um, I see that really being like it could go south really fast. Really fast, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely a lot of risk there, and and so right. I think that it's you know it kind of puts it on you as a person to like be aware of the possibility that what everything you're seeing could be fake, and then then you mm -hmm. get into the whole like you know, deep esoteric thought pattern of like, well, everything we experience already is not really reality. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, and, and, um, so it's almost like, is it really different from what we already experienced? But yeah, I mean, I think it is, um, but I don't know quite how yet. I mean, right. like I, it's just more of a feeling, um, but you know, feelings yeah. can be wrong <laughs> i mean going back to though the the drake thing i know that drake's label which i don't remember what it was right off the top of my head but they were like pissed off because people were saying that the album was like the best thing that drake <laughs> released <laughs> and so like it it got like so many streams yeah and so the was, label was pissed because yeah. they're like this is our artist like who's this making is money, our money right yeah. so i i don't know the whole thing is kind of i feel like now there's almost that like giddy excitement because it's like whoa what's gonna happen next mm -hmm. but the last time i felt like that was 2020 and the next thing that happened next was awful yeah right so, yeah so it is kind of you know nerve-wracking because it's almost like I don't know. I feel like right now is kind of like the calm before the storm, but I definitely uh, yeah. see I feel that. AI being like completely jarring. Yeah. I mean, for, and I think it's going to be interesting too to see like how people react to different artists using it. Cause like I, I, I wouldn't be surprised that within, if within the next like five years, we have our first like big massive AI like musical hit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, like a song is going to come out and nobody's going to realize it's AI and then it's going to be this massive hit that everybody loves and they're going to be like, ha, I tricked you. And like, I yeah. think depending on the artist, like, you know, uh, you know, pick somebody who's, who's more like appreciated and prolific right now. Um, and then like, you know, let's say they put it out, whether it's like a, you know, a Beyonce or a Drake or, you know, insert famous artist now, Lizzo, you know. And then, like, if somebody in a smaller tier, like mm -hmm. a smaller band, uses AI to put out a song, like, who's going to get judged for it? 
like you know does that make sense like like some some big prolific artists like people would be like oh that's genius that's like the next you know great thing and then somebody like smaller is going to do it they'd be like oh you're a fake you can't even write your own songs like you know mm. i do yeah i mean that's a really good point and then Um, also like to, to tag on to that speaking of writing songs uh I mean, the reality is like a lot of pop stars already don't write their own songs. That's true. Like, you know, I don't I don't know exactly what the number is, but like take Taylor Swift, like and I'm not no no like shame or or whatever shade uh hate on her. I'm not really a fan, but like right. you look at her writing credits, I mean she's she's not on it's like a, Max a lot of, Martin yeah, and yeah, it's like all the other it's a whole bunch writers, of other people. Jack you know? Antonoff, yeah. So like is that really different from AI? I don't know. You know, that's, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to answer that. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I've never even used, uh, what is it? Chat, chat GPT, GPT. Okay. Here, I'm going to, you're going to pull it up. Yeah. I'm going to, let's write a song. I just want to see what's going to happen. I think you have to like sign up or like download an app for it. That's the only thing. Yeah. I'm just so curious. So strange. Um, yeah. I mean, I can definitely see though, like I may just try, well, I'll have to sign up for it, but just see what kind of lyrics it's going to write. And like, how do you use it? Do you like go in and be like, I want esoteric Led Zeppelin lyrics. So that's, (laughs) uh, yeah. So, uh, that's an interesting point. I like, I like these said that because, that's one thing that they talked about also in that SBL episode was because uh, and, and they had watched one of them had watched the the Tim Henson and Rick Beato video, mm-hmm. um, which I've yet to to see. Um, I need to watch that. But it was good. Um, apparently, one thing they said in there, you, you probably you've seen it, you probably mm-hmm. remember this, is that it's not really going to be about um, like uh, or rather, sorry, I, sh- I, I should rephrase it. What it's really going to be about, like what's going to separate the people who who succeed with AI and who don't, are um, how you prompt it. Like it's going to be all about, you know, not who can create the best music on their own, but who can create the best prompt for the, right. the AI. Because you do like you can you can ask AI a question. And if you're not specific enough, it's almost like, you know, like a trickster, like genie. Like if you don't say exactly what you're wishing for and like, you right. know, put in your specific requests and make sure that it's not misunderstood. Yeah. Like you could be totally fucked. It takes everything you know? literally. It's yeah. like a rug rat. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is so strange to me. I know I keep saying that, but like... I mean, it is wild. That's just, yeah. I keep kind of going back to just that thought (laughs) for some reason. It's just... Yeah, it's so bizarre. But I mean, I could definitely see myself using it for for lyric writing at the very least. Mm -hmm. Just, if nothing else, just to get inspiration. Right, yeah. For, you know, get some some ideas flowing. Um, I think we're all going to end up using it a lot more over time you know i mean it's I'm it's sure. just like you know we were talking about this earlier really like it's like any big uh invention that's hit the music industry in the in the past i mean you know uh i think a lot of people thought like autotune was gonna be the end of of real singing for a mm-hmm. long time you know and i think uh digital uh recording and, and multi-tracking 
Mm-hmm. Like I think it was the Beatles who first started doing multi-tracking. They kind so, of like, yeah. you know, they initiated only had that. Four tracks, but but they did. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, that's gonna, you know, destroy like you know, uh, true like musicianship right. because like you can retrack stuff and you can add layers that you would never otherwise be able to add." Right. And then, you know, decades later, we hit the '90s or whatever. I think when Napster came out, um, the first like streaming service. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that was the '90s. And, you know, it was like, oh, my God, like I would say Napster was more of like a file sharing okay, thing okay. than like a streaming thing. You oh, just okay. sent shit to you each just other. Sent shit. OK, yeah. but still, I mean, basically it allowed you to, to right. access music for free. Piracy. Yeah. Piracy. Yeah. And, and so and and, you know, yeah, that changed the industry. All these things did. All these things changed the industry. But we adapted, you know, I mean, and, and some were more. uh impactful than others like mm-hmm. like the fact that you know now we're at the point with streaming where like nobody makes money off of off of their music unless you know they're higher level right. and, and they can afford that kind of super powerful distribution and stuff but um you know i mean we're still in the industry we're still making a living doing music so i think um it's just going to change uh how how people make money it's going to change how people make the art uh, it's going to change everything, but it's not going to end the music industry. It's just going to be different. Yeah, you know? I think so. I mean, I think one of the first things that um, may happen, I don't know. I was just thinking this would be kind of cool is um, for somebody like me, like I know how to program like drums. Let's just do drums because it's something you pretty much have to do in every song. Yeah. So, um, but like, a lot of my songs, I kind of like like weird hits in different places or they're just counted kind of strange accents or in weird places. So I wonder if there would be, I'm sure there will be, like an AI, you can just hit a button and it comes up with like a drum part and then you can just sort through sounds oh, or you can yeah. prompt it to be like, I want this to have a little bit of swing, like a Ringo swing or something like that so that it's not robotic. Yeah, I mean, Logic already does that. Like right. you, you can, you can make logic, you know, do the right amount of swing. You can make it follow your playing. Right. You can, you know, That's just awesome. click a button and it'll just be like, oh, okay, I'm going to accent your pulses now. And then That's crazy. there's like this, those spark amps, if you're familiar with those. Uh, um, I mean, I've heard of them, but I haven't played one. So they, they, um, I have a couple buddies that, that have them. And basically, uh, you can like start playing something on your guitar and, and there's like a, a setting on there and it's also, you can control it with your phone. Um, so there's a lot of stuff you can do there, but there's a setting where it like, it'll bring in like bass and drums and like keys and it'll like give you a backing track that'll respond to your playing. Okay. So it's already a thing. It's already a thing. It's not perfection perfected yet, but like give it, you know, a A decade and oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I mean, I could definitely see like, that would be an awesome songwriting tool just for, you know, just to get an idea down. Yeah. You know, without yeah. having to sit there and program stuff. Um, and I see too, I know I saw some video, but I honestly don't know if it was like real because <laughs> of what we're talking about oh, right yeah, now. yeah, right. <laughs> but it was like somebody was doing video editing and they had like an AI bot and it just like did the whole thing for them. Wow. Like it just went through and you could see it was like cutting and swapping angles and just like, I doubt that it was perfect, but right. like geez, even if it was close, you could just like Dude, talk about tweak a time it saver. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Cause editing is the, 
the bitch for me. Like, oh, it sucks. Editing yeah. takes forever. That's why we're so behind on videos. Yeah. <laughs> editing takes forever. So I could see that being, you know, just like a helping hand, almost right. like an, just an assistant, an extra set of hands to help do stuff. Yeah. Um, and like I said, even if it isn't perfect, if it's close, you can just tweak it instead of having right. to do the whole thing by yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that would be huge. Um, at least for me, that's a selfish want. Dear AI developers, <laughs> please take note. I need an editing AI tool. Oh, I'm um, sure. Th- I'm sure they're already there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. It's probably just something I can't afford. And that, yeah, that's the thing, right? <laughs> so it brings me back to that other point of just like accessibility, right? Because you know, like I, part of me has this this vision of this like almost not utopian, but you know, close to future of like where we could go. Like again, like to you know, nerd out on the Star Trek. Like you know, in in that series, I don't know if you if you have ever like really watched it before. Um, um, I mean, not like every episode. I mean, I've right, seen it, right, but yeah. like, yes, I I get the gist of it. So yeah, so like there there's like. <laughs> Uh, like politically and socially, like in that show, like there is no money. Like your right. your success is based on your merit and your work ethic and your, you know, how kind you are. That would and, be awesome, right? And uh, <laughs> and I think and you know they have technology that does stuff for them. They have AI that does stuff for them. And I think that there there is that possibility of that future. But we also have to contend with the greed and, um, right? You know. But I also, going on this same topic of just kind of getting outpaced, and again, this almost sounds political. I'm not meaning it to sound political. I'm just talking like, because we are talking about people not being able to afford some of the tools. Yeah. I kind of see, you know, the bigger artists with the huge budgets are going to be able to do all of this stuff almost instantly because they'll have access to AI. Right. So it just, they're just further outpacing the little guys. Yeah. The gap is going to (laughs) grow. Right. I think so. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I definitely think so. Just because if you have access to AI that books your tours, AI that checks you into your flights, AI that, I mean, basically just a team, like you have a team of people on your phone. Yeah. They're just not people, (laughs) you know, but like you've, you've basically afforded yourself an entire team of people working for you and the rest of the music industry, or at least the little guys, like I was saying, the independent musicians may not be able to afford all of that. So I definitely see the gap getting bigger for sure. And, and I, and, and because of that, I I think it's going to be a while before we see the complete, replacement of a lot of those jobs right like i think it's gonna be quite a while because like the reality is like most people aren't going to be able to afford it and there's going to be a lot of glitches to work out still there's gonna be a lot of problems that need to be addressed and which when you're talking about a hundred million dollar hundreds of millions of dollars tour people aren't going to want to fuck with that yeah (laughs) yeah for Mm -hmm. sure not um yeah i don't know all of it's very interesting um overall i guess Dustin, how are you feeling about it? Um, I have high hopes for the positive impact that it can have. Um, you know, again, kind of that utopian, like, like ideal way it's going to be used. Um, but I'm also, uh, I'm I'm nervous about how it's going to be used by bad people, and I think there's a lot of bad people that 
are in power um, right now and, and will continue to just like they have for millennia, <laughs> right. you know? Um, and so I'm, I'm nervous about how that's going to be uh, regulated, you know? Um, and I think it's important that we start looking into that and addressing it. And, um, but I'm excited. Like, I'm definitely excited for, for what it can do. I mean, even just like that whole thing I mentioned about the, the trip itinerary or, or, you know, again, back to the booking thing, like, you know, even if it doesn't book the shows for you, but it gives you like an ideal route, like those things could be amazing for small right. bands like the, you know, like us or, or like all the people that might be listening to this podcast. Like there's a lot of benefit that can come from it. Yeah. So it's just going to be a matter of like who's in control of it and, um, you know, what, uh, what barriers are going to be placed that prevent, um, you know, people from, from using it to its, uh, the best of its ability. And, right. You know, one thing, uh, I just had pop into my mind, a platform that would be pretty cool, you know, like Sonic bids or yeah. like Indie on the move, mm -hmm. like their whole idea was to basically make like a, uh, just a community network of musicians and venues and booking agents and stuff mm -hmm. and try to, you know, it's basically kind of like social media in a way, kind yeah. of, sort of. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be cool if there was an AI version of that where it like almost like how Spotify gives you recommendations, like you get fit with venues, you get fit with artists Yeah. yeah for yeah. like draw size yeah. um how many of their spotify listeners are in your city um how many tickets are they predicted to sell using the data of how many tickets they sold in the last show yeah. or the last time they were in your city and just kind of gives you like an overview of stats mm -hmm. that would be awesome oh for sure yeah. and do, to do the same thing with venues like this venue is not even worth getting in contact with because it's a thousand seat venue and you can only sell 30 tickets. Right. Or like so, this venue never gets back to people. Right. Like, don't bother. <laughs> I think that <laughs> would know? be awesome. It'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see just tools like that. I think I'm, I agree with you. If it's used for good and it's used to supplement and kind of help support the industry, I see it being amazingly useful. Yeah. Um, and a huge time saver, almost like, I really think it could be like a digital revolution. Oh, for sure. Of, you know, almost like another industrial revolution, but yeah. just computers. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I also see there being a lot of potential problems with it, especially like um, legality kind of stuff. Like yeah. when I was saying who owns it, copyright kind of stuff, piracy um, you know, is copycatting a band's literal voice and sound plagiarism? Yeah. Like that's never something that's even been considered because right. it's never been possible before. Yeah. So like, I think there's a lot of questions still mm -hmm. that I have for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really do think this is an exciting time. I hope. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, mean Oh, go ahead sorry <laughs> peach poke no um yeah um that was basically all i had to say i just think that it is similar in some ways to tools that we've had pop yep, up you know sure. when tape went to pro tools people freaked out yeah um when napster replaced cds or the internet 
you know, became a thing. That was huge. I mean, the industry's just starting to recover from that. And that yeah. was like 20 years ago. Right. So um, I don't know that AI is going to be any worse for the industry than those things. I just think it's how how it's used. Yeah. Um, you know, how everybody kind of goes about it. But I think it could be awesome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? Um, no, I mean, I think you, you put it really well. I mean, it's, you know, it's like the invention of any other technology. I mean, even like cars, you know, right. I mean, people freaked out when, when cars became more available and, and like we had to completely re, uh, like figure out how, you know, cities were going to be planned and right. roads were used. And, you know, um, so it's, it's just going to be like that. And, right. um, you know, we just have to be diligent and we have to, um, we have to try our best to, um, to be, I, I don't know, to, to educate ourselves and, um, to protect ourselves and, um, you know, but we just, we have to adapt just like we always have as yeah. humanity, you know, but it's, you know, more specifically in the music industry, we just kind of have to go with it. Yeah. You know? I mean, pretty much. If you want to do this, like, right. you just it's like, that's just the reality, man. Yeah. And, you know, just be on the lookout. I would say I'm definitely going to try to stay informed yeah. about, you know, the new AI stuff yeah, for <laughs> that's sure. coming out. Um, just because, I mean, who knows? It could really help me. <laughs> right. It could help the the independent musicians for sure. Um, but I think just like any technology too, it will become more, um, you know, in reach of most people the longer it's around. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. at first is really when everything's the most expensive. Yeah, definitely. Like when VCRs first came out, they were like $800. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely, so definitely. I think it may be one of those things. I yep. think it's just going to kind of become a normal part of life mm -hmm. moving forward. Yeah. So buckle up, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Be a ride. Yep. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Sex, Drugs, and Disappointment. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave us a review and connect with us more on Instagram and TikTok at SDD Podcast. Each episode is also available in video format on YouTube. And don't forget. Have fun. Don't do too, too much. And it's going to happen. The AI overlords are coming for us. <laughs> it's the bum, end. Bum, bum. <laughs> we